The hardest things to remove are mouse clicks and keyboard clicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Skippable Cutscenes. Can I have everyone introduce themselves? Hi, I'm Marissa. I'm playing Vera, uh, a, uh, a human bard. I am Zombie Cleo, and I am playing Giliar Took, a half orc druid. I forgot for a second there, but yes, definitely a druid. I'm Will, and I'm sick. Uh, and I'm playing Step the Golem. My name is Lisa. I uh, play a... What is it? Tiefling Dragonborn Sorcerer named Judgment. In our last episode, the party returned to the town of Corin after fetching Black Lace Root, a curative needed to heal people wounded during the Possum Pirate Raid. You are all in the main room of the Port Casha trading post. The building only fits step at all because there is a gap in the center of the mezzanine floor above you. Standing in front of you is Captain Sweet, a tall human woman with olive skin, dark hair, wearing some well-made utilitarian looking armor. She seems to be in charge of operations for the Port Casha trading company in this region. She says, I have, I may have more work for you. The possum pirate band that attacked here normally operates a ways to the west uh, near the island of Rubena. We've received reports that there is some additional pirate activity near that area that has pushed out some of the less organized pirate bands. We're worried that there's a new threat on the rise and due to its location, we can't go there in force due to political constraints. She sort of sort of sighs as she says this and then immediately the doors swing open and bursting through the doorway is an elven woman with long platinum hair tied up into the, that, um, that dumpling style hair. Uh, there's a name for it in Japanese, but you know what I mean. No. Uh, that dumpling <laughs> hairstyle. Uh, she's awesome. Tastes- Those are buns. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um, like a, like Sailor Moon almost where you've yeah. the buns <laughs> and the hair keeps going on past. Only her hair hair is even, even more platinum. Uh, She's ostentatiously dressed in a white gown with black uh, color blocking triangles along her side with like ornate silver details going through the gown. Uh, She has a gray and white rat sitting on her shoulder. Um, Vera and Step, you immediately recognize this as Ambassador Amadel. And she just says, let me see the thing. And she uh, says the uh, and she puts her hands in a circle. I just kind of stare at her for a moment. The thing. The thing. The 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 thing. The, we know the, the thing. Like, yeah, the, the thing. woven thing. The the wicker thing. Why do you, you want to see, see that? <laughs> Why are you teasing her? <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, want because it? She's being so rude. She just burst in here and demanded to see my thing. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that doesn't uh, happen she, to you on a regular she, basis? <laughs> she actively blushes at that statement. Actually. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I will. I will remove the uh, the wicker, uh, dealy bobber, and uh, um, show it to her. All right, you hand her the the piece of wicker art. It's it's again, it's circular. It's about a foot across, and it's intricately woven in a sort of spiral pattern. So it's like a dream catcher. And, and she, uh, it sounds it's, like it's like it doesn't have any gaps in it. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it's like a plate almost, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the size of a plate, only it's made of wicker and it has a, a main spiral. And then it's it's, it's woven it, together with different colors to sort of keep it flat. So basically it's a it's fancy like a CD. bread basket. Well, I was mm-hmm. thinking it's like a CD or a record or something where it's got yeah. like it, the pattern on it huh. means yeah. something. I'm going to yeah. stick to bread yeah. basket. Wow. <laughs> 
I am hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've roll, traveled roll, for roll a while. Roll to save against starvation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how? I pass um, you a good berry as soon as you say you're hungry. It's a taco save. <laughs> taco save. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, you got those mushrooms. <laughs> I do, I do. I, I have not forgotten about the mushrooms yet. I those are those are definitely uh, on my mind. Um, so, what is this thing? Uh, well, we've seen these before, and there's there's something going on in the western part of the sea lenses. Whatever it is, it makes these. And she sort of runs her finger along it uh, while tracing. We think they work like scrolls. Uh, these arcs here are similar to the arcane symbols for transmutation. And she looks more closely. Uh, this one appears to be similar to the awakened spell, but it's far more powerful and seems to have it seems to have some latent darkness in it. We think that whatever some we think that whenever some kind of trigger happens, it will fully activate and it, it draws a lot of energy when it's first used but it also accumulates more over time drawing from the like land and wildlife around it at first we thought this was well their fault and she sort of she points over to captain sweet who calmly raises an eyebrow and then she turns back to you and says but that it doesn't make sense Whatever this does, it's been used, and we haven't figured out a way to avert this spell. You haven't figured what now? We haven't figured out a way to uproot this spell. <sighs> but really we know whatever it's already been used, though, because an unused spell scroll could have been worth something. <sighs> Gilly's going to give you a very, very dark look at that. <laughs> anyway, we also know Don't that... Don't mess around with the Awaken spell. We also know that whatever fully triggers this hasn't occurred yet. And you hear a, a, a throat clearing from uh, Captain Sweet. She goes, <clears throat> Ambassador Amadel, and she's glaring at her. And uh, Amadel shrinks a bit and says, I, I should go. Uh, she hands you back, she hands Vera back the wicker art and. Uh, Steps outside as noisily as she entered. Well, at least it's pretty. Even if it's not worth the money. Uh, Captain Sweet approaches you and says, Anyway, uh, this sounds like it might be more involved than I first imagined. I would like uh, information on whatever this new threat or these new threats might be. Uh, while you're on this task, you will receive a stipend of 50 gold pieces per week and have access to one of our more covert ships. The uh, She checks her notes. Uh... Lebkuchen? I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Lebkuchen. Uh, Leb Lebkuchen. I'm, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure the crew will, will <laughs> correct you. Uh, it's currently listed as being owned by the OTP Shipping Company, which you can claim you are unless you want me to change the name on the registry. <laughs> uh, no, we'll keep that, I think. Okay. These two need to stop uh, flirting with each other on, uh, on our watch. The one true pairing shipping company. What? I she's do, do, oh come on, people. I know nothing about this reference. Alright, let's explain it. I'm uh, gonna delete this part, but let's explain it to Lisa. Do you no, know don't what delete it, is? keep this in. Do you know what if you ship two characters together? What? If you ship two characters together. So for example, um fuck, I'm just trying to think of a, a reference. Uh Buffy the Fair Mercy. Mercy. Uh, I'm sorry, what? 
Fair, Fair and mercy. That doesn't mean anything to me. From Overwatch. Oh my gosh. That doesn't mean anything to me. Wow. Oh. Oh, they're the lesbian sky angels. That's great. Still doesn't mean anything to me. Okay. Right. If you ship those together and you don't don't believe that they should be apart, um, they are your one true pairing. You can't ship them with anyone else. Spot Kirk Slashwick. Yes, there you go. Ship, I understood that reference. Ship where? Relationship. Like like Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Shipping. Sure for like relationship. Okay. Is that why it's the one repairing shipping company? Yes. 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 I still don't get it. I got it. In in universe. I got it. <laughs> in universe, it's supposedly the onion, turmeric, and potato shipping company. The joke is lost on me, but I don't think it matters. <laughs> Ship, shipping is just basically I think these people should be together so badly mm-hmm. yeah these characters and, in a in a yeah. thing yeah have you ever watched like a soap opera or whatever and there are two people who they always they always they always like nearly have a relationship do, do I strike you as the soap opera type of woman <laughs> do you remember when Dylan dumped Brenda for Kelly I'm still mad about that shit wait who what Oh my god, do you remember Friends? What? Shit, you guys are uh, just nobody shipped Ross and Rachel. <laughs> nobody shipped Ross and Rachel. Ross and Rachel, oh I know them. They nobody shipped Ross and Rachel. I'm break. I want yeah, to ship, ship Ross to like... Chandler and Jerry are the OTP. No, they, they were obnoxious <laughs> and not fitting together at all. Chandler and Joey? Chandler and Joey. Okay, that, that's, a, that's a more... Yeah. Uh, Chandler and Joey, yes, they should yeah. be that's a, together. That's a much, yeah. I don't want to ship Ross with anybody other than shipping him to Paleontology. <laughs> Ross is is the worst, world's worst human being. He is a complete. He dick. is the person that brought <laughs> only he is, okay, he one is. character into the series. So give him a break. Well, who he proceeded yeah. to dump. Endlessly, he was—he's just got such a frail male ego, fragile male ego, that he couldn't let his son play with a Barbie doll. He had to basically force him to want a GI Joe. He's scum. All right, this has been friendscast. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, Join us next Ross week when we talk about fact. alternative endings to friends. They all die, and everything's yeah, the, uh, better. Yeah, they they wake up. It's all in a snow globe. Uh, Ross gets arrested for having an exotic pet, and then goes to prison for life. Yeah, my favorite one is it's all of a, uh, it's all in Monica's it, coma-induced <laughs> fantasy. It turns into the Gunther show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Uh, Diabetic coma-induced fantasy. If you wanna, <laughs> wow. yeah. be real. Okay, so that's what shipping is. And <laughs> okay, okay, so you. Yes. yes. I get it now. Ish. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fuck you, Dylan. Anyway, um, so again, you're still in the Port Cash Trading Company Trading Post. Captain Sweet is with you. There are some clerks, including including Brock, who are in the uh, building with you. Who's Brock? Uh, I don't think they knew who who Brock is, but yeah, I don't know he's, who Brock he's, is. He's a clerk. Brock is well. Actually, Brock is technically. Wasn't he um, like a port laborer? Whatever. He's a he's a he's a dude. Yeah. He's a dude. Nicely specific. Wasn't he just like he's a dude. Uh, one of the <laughs> sailors or a port laborer or something? Pork? No, port. Port. 
pork laborer? <laughs> a pork no, laborer. Yes, he's a, a pork laborer. He labors on that pork. Oh, yes. He's a ground side gym leader. Wow. Okay, so the one who was eating the crackers and the, the pink slime was was Ryan. He oh, is yeah. he is a local clerk employee. Uh, Brock is uh, ah. is sort of Captain Sweet's secretary. <laughs> I can't believe I remember that. He, he made an impression. Uh, okay, so he's his girl Friday. <laughs> yeah, I think I named him. So you actually oh, did name him. But Ryan sure does love his pink slime. Yeah, Ryan's just over there eating it with a spoon. What is that? Oh, that's the berry. That's the that's the greenberry jelly, right? It's the it's the hibiscus ginger greenberry jam. Uh, or, so it's pretty good, jelly. actually. I kind of want to make it now. Uh, in any case, um, oh gosh, I actually have most of the ingredients to make it. <laughs> so we we have a we have a ship. Okay. She offered she offered uh, fifty gold pieces per week to be paid per week and access to the Lebkuchen. Lebkuchen. Leb I'm going to call it the Lebkuchen. We're going to call it the Love Cookie. Let's be honest. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the Love Cookie. Let's go All with right, Love Cookie. Gonna, oh gosh. We're going to call it the Love Cookie. It is the Love Cookie. Um. So. So. And she would. Uh, and this is this is for um, information on either these round wicker things and or why these possum pirates are in the area. And so our leads are to go to, to the Isle of Rubenna. Yes. And are there, have we heard about any other activity? Um, pirate activity, pirate, you know, what other kind of, uh, what other kind of leads do we have other than there's something happening somewhere and there are things are you asking us to Captain Sweet? Yes. Let's ask us to Captain Sweet. Okay. Um, I don't have a character voice. So. She she scratches her head and goes, uh, I mean, there's a lot of information crosses my desk. Uh, these, for this region, these, this is the only thing that's particularly out of the ordinary. Uh, is there a map of like some of the nearby islands that are kind of on the way to Rubenna? Sure. She, um, she goes to the uh the um because you're in what is essentially a storefront she actually goes to the the shelf and just basically picks a map off of it and just hands it to you and it's and it's a it's a professional map of the sea of lenses free map <laughs> they also have these on the ship so uh, i'd like to stop for a moment and discuss this um this payment because you're saying 50 gold per pieces per person per week. But I would like to see a little bit more. So more like 60. She looks at everybody and scratches her head and says, all right. 60? Okay, that sounds pretty uh, good I, then. I'm going to look higher. at you and just go think, that I could have, right means but you could have gone I mean, higher. Go ahead. <laughs> and just as a reminder to everyone... This is this mission would last about what six weeks? I ex we don't I think know. Six weeks is six. It, I, I'm I'm not expecting any news for the first six weeks. Um, Brock will join you, and he will pay you at the end of the week, starting with one set to start. So the first question is how far away? I mean, just just uh, 
How far away is the island of Rubena? Uh, Rubena in the Lubkuchen would be about... <laughs> she, she just pauses and keeps going. Or pauses for a second and keeps going. Would be about uh, three to five days, depending on weather and wind conditions. Okay. So that's a minimum of... Like, if it's if it's a good time, you know, just the travel time. If we're in and out. If, yeah. if you're in and out, it's, I, I wouldn't expect to hear from you for, like, two weeks. Okay. But um, let's face it, it's not going to be in and out. So, so Ruben is actually pretty close. Even in a, in a fairly speedy boat, this is, this is pretty close by. Yeah. Um, are you looking at the map that you have yes, of the Sea of I Lances? have a map in front of me. Okay. Uh, when you, you, you've fold up in the map, um, in the upper right of the map is an island, the largest island in the Sea of Lenses called Arvena, which uh, Gilly is quite familiar with. If you're looking for scale, uh, it's probably the size of like Sicily or Sardinia. I have no idea how big those are, so let's keep going. Sicily is is what Italy's boot is kicking. (laughs) Okay, keep going. Anyway. (laughs) Don't tell anyone from Sicily I said that. Um, Uh, there are, um, there are two arcs of, of dots of islands, one of which, um, okay. Yeah. There's also an island in the lower left. This is called Varding. Varding. It is is about the same size. It's slightly smaller than Arvena. These are the two big islands. And there are about, uh, and in two lines drawing from, are like arcing up and over to one the one island and then up bottom and from the bottom up. So it, it creates what looks like a lens shape. Okay. Oh, uh, that's why it's called the in, Sea of Lenses. That's why it's called the Sea of Lenses because oh. there's a there's a big line of islands on the top part and a big line of islands on the bottom and it's slightly oval shaped. So it's called the Sea of Lenses. Okay. Um Corin, we are currently on, is very close to Arvena. It's like the it's the, it's C O R I N. Actually, Karina is the name of the island. Corin's the town. Okay, Karina. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this island is very close to Arvena in the upper right. I always mentally flip east and west in my brain, so I will say left and right a lot here. That's fine. Uh, Rubena is closer to Varding. It is maybe two-thirds of the way on the top part of the of the arc. And you notice that on the map, there is, there seem to be um, wind and water current markings. And mm-hmm. it looks like it does a counterclockwise circle on the interior of the islands. So uh, for the most part, it's actually easier to travel a complete circle to get back to Corina if you were to come back instead of heading back the way you came. Okay. So, so travel, travel from Corina to... Uh, Rubena is about three to five days, but the travel back is probably closer to 10. Okay. And there are maybe, there are maybe eight islands that seem to have names on them Mm -hmm. worthy of the map, but there's a lot of little tiny islands, uh, scattered as well. The actual interior seems to be entirely devoid of islands. Okay. My main reason for looking or for asking, actually, do, do, would we know if there's a reason for that? Is there like a, Phenomenon that 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 is there a crater at the center of this? Uh, roll an intelligence check. Sure. No. 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 As as far as you're aware, you have no idea why it's the way it is. Yeah, that's a two on the die. It it doesn't. It doesn't seem unreasonable for there to not be 
I mean, it's just like two Hawaii style stretch archipelago thingies that sure. that seem to be going in opposite directions around a center point. Okay. Yeah, you I, never know. It's all fantasy. as much as you don't know what yeah. Sicily is. I don't know what a Hawaiian style I mean, whatever is at all. I mean, I know what Sicily is, but I have no mental image for the size of it in my head. Right. All right. Anyway, so you think it'll be three to five days to get to Ravenna? Okay. All right. Um, the ship will leave in. Well, as soon as you're ready. But, uh, Five seconds. Go, go, go. The ship's leaving now. Get to yeah. the docks. Get well, I mean, chopper. first things first. So I, I, I pour out the contract from the back of my head mm-hmm. and offer it to Captain Sweets. Yeah. Captain Sweet immediately stamps it. Oh, yes. Contracts. Very important. And then I say, right. Actually, it's engraved, right? Yeah. Okay. She actually pulls out a piece of paper and does a pencil rubbing of it, too. Okay. She's she's kind of fascinated by your your um, demeanor mm. and the fact you're made of gold. <laughs> I'm sure that helps. So uh, I, I put I put it back in my head and and turn around and say that well let's get started then and start walking towards the docks. You know, but yeah, let's, go, let's let's go ahead and go. Why not? I mean, yeah. Well, no, I have a I have a errand to run in town first, but I'll catch up with you guys. I walk right. slowly. You're not gonna like literally leave on the the ship as soon as you get there, are you? <laughs> Watch. That us. would be funny. That would be funny. You certainly could, I suppose. Presumably, Brock would not let the ship leave because he is he is technically the one. He is the liaison between the captain of the ship and you guys. At which point, Gilly is just going to start asking Brock about his life and what he does. And she's got the most fascinated look on her face at everything he says. So what is it you do? I am uh, Captain Sweet's attache. And what does that mean? I... uh, Normally, I handle a lot of paperwork and uh, various... Similar duties. Oh, did you annoy Captain Sweet to get stuck with us? <laughs> <laughs> Silence means yes. I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> ah, so so he actually he actually looks back and scratches his head a little bit. Um, no. it's okay if if you if you're you know we'll we'll put in a good word for you. It'll be fine, or maybe you'll put in a good word for us. I'm not sure how this is going to go, but we'll see. So I'm going to saunter over. All right. She's, she's going to put her arm around his shoulders awkward. and start leading him forwards towards the boat. He, he has a very formal demeanor, and when you and when you do that, he sort of he sort of like his shoulders tense up, and he accepts it. But he um, Gilly has he no concept of personal space, so she yeah. doesn't she doesn't even notice. And when it happens, he sort of responds like, uh, "Where are you from?" Uh, oh, I'm I'm from a little village called Gimblestone. Um, it's it's a while away from from here you probably haven't heard of it it's in the honeybush isles he actually lights up when you say honeybush isles yeah um uh i've heard of that place but i've never been there oh i wouldn't recommend it it's awful it's really terrible (laughs) i mean the fog gets really thick and you know it's just it's just like a, 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 a like a 
small villages. You can't really do much anything there. So yeah, and then and then you know you end up working in the mines for most of it's awful. I wouldn't recommend it. But you mines? know, it's hmm. yeah, yeah. Are there he actually? Then he actually like really uh, leans in. What kind of material are you mining? Like like coal and stone and you know rubbish stuff. Hmm. Boring rubbish. things. Okay. It's not. It's not got like giant gold golems or anything in it. So I'm... Um, <laughs> Alright. I mean, it could give you a, a potato. It's not particularly... A, a, a what? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you about it later. Don't worry. There's there's f- such a thing as freeze-dried potatoes. There's nothing like the food here. It's grand. Goodberry? Hmm. <laughs> he, ex- he accepts the goodberry and then eats it. <laughs> hmm. I've already and then we're go towards the ship, I guess. Towards the ship, and yeah. I'm uh, he's already heading straight to the ship. On the edge of the pier, like looking down a bit at the water and looking up at the ship. Um, could you describe the, the ship for me? Because that's what I'm really interested in right now. Uh, yes. Uh, the Libkuchen is an average-looking trading vessel with two masts made of dark woods. Uh, the figurehead is of three cherubs holding pine cones. It's about, it has two masts. It is about uh, 50 feet long and 15 feet wide. Wait, what? It's 50 feet long and 50 feet wide? 15 feet wide. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. Basically, you've got a raft. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> How much is that in uh, non-freedom units? Um, it is... God damn it. Sorry. Um, it is three meters wide. Uh-huh. And, um... <laughs> little bit bigger, but yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> little bit bigger, but yeah. Did I, did I do that wrong? No, you did that almost right. But three meters wrong? wide... Three well, meters wide is like really nap. Yeah, it is. It's like is. the height of a ceiling, basically. It's three meters. No, okay, it is five meters wide. Yeah, that's more like and, it. And about, and about 15 meters long. That's about right. Okay. 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 Sorry. It just, right. amuse, it just like amuses me. It just it amuses me. It is, it, is a, it is a fairly average size trading vessel. Well, that's why it's a area. cookie and not a cake. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can learn to love it, I guess. I mean, it, it looks, you know, sturdy enough. Gilly oh, strokes in, the boat. It is It is in good upkeep. Mm-hmm. You've seen and, way worse. Uh, actually, you ha- actually, do we have a crew? Other than yes. Brock? You have to, right? Yeah, it is fully crewed. There okay. are, um, would you like to... Uh, Brock has already uh, sort of boarded the ship and is talking to a, uh, a halfling woman. I'm going to intrude on that conversation and listen. Um, he says that Captain Sweet is uh, actually make a no. They're not. They're talking loudly because it's a dock and there's a lot of noise. He's like, we have to get ready as soon as we're ready to go. Uh, Captain Sweet has already given um, approval, so get get the ship ready to to head out as soon as we're ready. And then she immediately starts barking or or orders in random naval slang that I don't know anything about. <laughs> I like her already. Yeah, she's... So she's our captain, then? That is what you surmise. Okay. 
And I'm gonna who ask else is on our crew? <laughs> Uh, you see at least four others, but there would obviously be maybe double that total. So maybe ten people as a crew for the ship. Okay. Uh, the helmsman is a tiefling. It is a, a male tiefling. I'm just debating how insensitive is Gilly at that point. <laughs> Very. <to see>. <laughs> well, she might she might suggest, look, you're tieflings, you should get together. At which point she turns into just like a massive racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh <laughs> That would hurt my feelings though. Yeah, and you've already grown so close together. Yeah. yeah. I mean Gilly doesn't really understand feelings. Yeah. So you what know feelings. But I you expect talk to, to step be about hurt, that though. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys can board the ship or we can switch to Vera doing whatever she wants to do. No, well, I'm, I'm just going to introduce myself to the crew. So, you know, that can be done outside, you know, character. I'm not there we yet. Will. I'm just slowly making my way down Main Street. <laughs> He's walking like a, one of those French mimes, only also made of some kind of reflective material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vera, what would you like to do in the intervening time? Uh, I want to find out what these mushrooms are. I want to okay. go get them a, get them appraised by a, <laughs> an apologist. All right, uh, there are several herbalism uh, venues that you recall from your time around when you were wandering around the festival. Mm-hmm. Would you like to enter one of these? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you head to the market area, which is sort of just down the main street. Mm-hmm. You enter the first one, and there is a a human male, mm, mid fifties sort of leaning on the front of a, a countertop. It smells like it smells like a spice shop in there. I see it. It's spicy. It says, um, he asks, what can I do for you? I have these mushrooms, and I show him the, uh, the mushrooms I, I picked. Uh, All right. He, he, he uh, looks at them really closely. Roll a d100. Okay, I will roll. Please this be poison, please be poison. This will, de- please this will determine poison. what these are. <laughs> Poison, poison. <laughs> What'd you get? Eighty-eight. Oh damn. Okay. Um, shit. It's All right. He immediately some awesome poison. Can I can I turn them into awesome poison? He immediately like clasps your hand closed and closed and looks around and says, um, stares at you. Where did you get these? I uh, found them. Okay, uh, these are these are very special mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> I see. Special Anything over eighty-five was gonna be very special. <laughs> um, oh, I know all about special shrooms. Uh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> if you try these, you have either you're either going to have a very good time or a very bad time. They're not poison per se but uh they might they might have some side effects uh i he sort of actually would he do that does he want to buy them does he know somebody he's 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 not gonna he just uh, like takes his hand off and the best option would be to not be caught with them uh i am going to i want to i want to i want to try to persuade him into uh, telling me uh who might be interested in these roll a persuasion check yeah. Do you know anybody who uh, who might take these off my hands if they 
I shouldn't be caught with them. Uh, that is a 20... Uh, <laughs> like, 26. Okay, uh, he, he, he scratches his chin and goes... I mean, I'm not connected with that kind, with those kind of people. Of course not. But, uh, uh, I mean, you might be able to sell it. Any place that sells pleasure might buy them from you. I see. Okay. Like hookah, hookah lounges. Hookah lounges. Yeah. yeah that, that kind of stuff. thing. Would, would, I guess I have to would, dry them, huh? Yes, yeah. Uh, he kind of doesn't want to tell you, but also his just interest in mycology and and, and herbal type stuff. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, to dry them, just uh, uh, expose them to dry air as long as you can. Okay. Keep them dry. Yeah, I, I, will, I will dispose of them appropriately. Thank you. All right, uh, don't eat them. It can be it can be quite the experience. Well, we'll see about this. Actually, I have an idea, so... Oh, it's probably oh take God, too long. I know exactly what your goddamn idea is. No, I'm not going to, like, spike... I'm going to... Oh, Gilly. Well... Gilly, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Don't be sorry. Never be sorry for that. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, and I will I will stash them in my uh, my secret compartment of my, my pack. All right. Is that all you would like to do? Uh, uh, there are there are shops in town. There are um, there's. Uh, you get your when you looked at the map, you feel that Corin is a much larger town than Rubena, so it will probably have more supplies in general. Possibly not because of the raid, but in general, it. Yeah, the would. raid kind of took away some of the stuff I would have gotten otherwise. Um, let's see. I'm gonna buy some. I think I need anything though. I think I have most of what I need for, for like a, a journey already. Um, Alright. Yeah, I got I already got rope in the fleet, so what else do I need? <laughs> it's everything you need for a good trip. Rope and a flute. I got rope, <laughs> a flute, and some mushrooms. So <laughs> It's gonna be grand. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get, uh anyway. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'll head back to the ship. Okay. Presumably, you walk by a very slow walking step. Nice step. <laughs> I cast expeditious retreat on him. You what? I cast expeditious retreat on step. Okay, that means he gets to move an extra. He can, yeah. He gets he, he can dash as a bonus action. Correct. Right? Come on, let's go. Let's I start like ship. dashing. Instead of walking. Okay, so that means you're. That means you would be able to move uh, 30 plus another 60. Maybe right. you'll move 90 feet in a turn. Really? Yeah, I thought so you moved double. Well, you can dash as an action, but if you oh, dash as right. a bonus action. Dash so it would be action. Yeah, so it would be 120. Yeah, so he just bounds. Well, it's, it's almost like I'm skating <laughs> towards the ship on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, wait, I can't do that. I forgot. That well, whatever. Well, Hades. Hades. I realize dash is, is a... Actually, it's not how dash works, and it's not how expedition retreat works, but it would have been funny if I could have flipped that. Step starts healing. It's self-only. Right. 
so 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 step comes up to the dock. You are you are quite confident the ship will hold your weight. It is it is it is of sufficient mass for you to not be. Uh, oh, I'm sure they have a like, to it. Yeah, I mean if they have cargo and stuff, they need it. it yeah, should be. Able to. But it dips down uh, a bit when actually you steps Vera. Yeah, with your with your sailor background, you would guess this could probably hold 35 tons of cargo. Okay, and it's probably not so, loaded with a whole lot, so it's probably actually riding pretty high in the water. It's about to be riding a little lower because yeah. Steph goes on, it drops an inch or two. Yeah, but oh, I mean, we so don't. I, we, we're I not just, carrying. I we're not carrying valuable supplies. Match. We're carrying, uh, you know, whatever provisions we need for the journey, and we're trying to ride pretty quickly. Yeah. What did you do, Judgment? I, I like as soon as Steph sets foot on the boat and it just dips down like that. I just, I just embrace the mast immediately. Okay. Like a hold Aww. onto it in the she, middle of the ship, and I just you notice you notice crazy. this this tiefling hugging a mast. Mm-hmm. At which point, Gilly, when Gilly when Gilly sees that, she's not going to say anything, but she's just going to just look at her from about half a foot away. Half a foot. Yep, <laughs> six <laughs> inches away. Do you lean in and like sniff her hair? No, she's just she's just watching her face at this point. Well, you can certainly smell something. I'm completely stressed out. <laughs> yeah, you smell. You smell a little bit of uh, sweat. A little scorching. A little scorching. bit of sweat. Yeah, scorching for sure. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Of I do, I do from not think mast. you want to hug the mast if you are uh, in this state, because the mast might set on fire and set the ship on fire. Then we'd all fall into the water. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The ship's not going to catch on fire in the middle of the dock. I mean, it might, but... Ah, I beg to differ. Maybe if she lets go, it will not. Oh, my hands are starting to smolder at this point. See? I, I See what I said? I walk up to them both I'm and right. turn into a chair <laughs> and, and say, sit on here. <laughs> oh, yes, that's great. Step is quite, is quite fire resistant. I need to know where your face is at this point. Yeah, I was... <laughs> I had intentionally avoided saying that. <laughs> Good. Okay, mm. so I sit down on the step chair. Okay. Oh. Uh, the halfling woman comes over to you and she says, Hi, I'm Captain Marigold, captain of the uh, Libkhen. <laughs> she says it, she says it in, in, the, in the perfect accent that would be necessary for this. The love cookie. Um, Le- it's the love cookie. Yes, Le- the, love, the love cookie. It's the love cookie. In, it, in the employ of the uh, OTP shipping company. Uh, are we Are we ready to make way? Well, we are, but apparently our companion is having some um, anxieties. <laughs> and, and maybe an orgasm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the I mean, I'm it. sitting on step and I'm smoldering. Don't judge people for what gets them off. Step comes with full vibratory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I calm down a little bit. Appreciate your embarrassment. Like the captain comes over and and just and and looks at looks at judgment and hmm. says, "Ah, she'll be fine." And she actually goes up and boops you on your nose and then just walks away. What? I like her. I, I I just I just look flabbergasted and I, I squint like I, I look cross-eyed for a moment and then can shake oh it off. 
Well, I mean, she booped my nose. Yeah. Is is that a custom in these parts? The nose touching? Uh, You've never seen it before. I'm very cute. (laughs) Basically, Gilly is just going to start trying it out on people whenever she introduces herself. (laughs) It's going to be fine. She's, she's... This is what she does. She appropriates culture. It's fine. My, my plan worked perfectly. <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to have happen. All right. Um, uh, she heads up onto the command deck, whatever you call that, and starts barking orders. And a bunch of sailors snap into motion. Ropes start to move and get pulled in. They undock the ship and they, they start to head out to sea. And I hold on firmly to step. I have a good feeling about this. That's a rotor. Great feeling about this. The rotor thing. What was it? The vibratory function. Vibrating, gyrating that. That's what we just heard. Gilly's going to turn into a kitty and just just sit on your lap for a bit. Aww, kitty. I completely calm down and I start petting Gilly. My plan works. (laughs) Also, I get stroked. Therefore... It's fine. Okay. So Um, we're all friends. Where are you? Come on. (laughs) We're fine over in the vibrating chair of Kitty. At at this point... I'm going to introduce myself to the rest of the crew. Okay. At at this point, um, since he he rolled an eight on a stealth check, you notice a... Everybody notices a uh, gray and white rat uh, scurrying up some rope uh, up the, the... the mast closest to you. I'm going to go kitty. I'm going to go follow him and then boop his nose. <laughs> as you uh, as you start to climb up, uh, Henry starts to climb faster. <laughs> so I'm going to keep going. Roll an athletics check in your cat form or acrobatics check to catch up to and boop Henry. Uh, I think I think I'm going to be all right. I got a twenty. <laughs> A natural 20? A natural 20. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean... <laughs> he gets pooped all right. <laughs> Henry rolls an 18, and he tries to scurry away. He slips, He fall, uh, and he, he falls a little bit Aww. right into your into your soft belly, and you just sort of reach around and boop him on his nose. I'm just going to reach around and boop him on his nose and leave him alone, and then let him go. <laughs> and then he just, he just sits there panting in... I'm going to stroke him gently, with no, with no claws, but just stroke him gently. He's, he's okay. a little weirded out by all this. He doesn't realize, <laughs> he doesn't realize that you're a, uh, that you're a, a person. You're a gilly. That's fine. Um, I want to play my flute. And okay. I... Roll a it, performance check. Is, uh, is gilly, or sorry, is, uh, is, uh, so I want to play my flute for Henry. Okay. Um... Mm-hmm. You also. No, I guess to, he's not uh, a humanoid, so it doesn't work. Oh. <laughs> um, Who's Henry again? Henry's the rat. The rat. Oh, right. Uh, actually, he's not a humanoid, so I can't charm him. I can still play my flute for him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, really high. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Oh, he he he, uh, he calms down in his in his pant, panting panic attack, and comes over and nuzzles up, or so, climbs up your back and rests on your shoulder. I'm gonna leave him on his shoulder for now, just to keep him out of the way. 
And so I know what he's, I know what he's actually going to be spying on. Uh, All right. Yeah. Everything. Well, yeah, oh, but... This was the pet but, rat. Yeah. That's just her um, pet rat. She's spying on us. Yeah. He's on a mission. <laughs> he's on um, a mission from Bob. <laughs> she keeps sending her familiar after us, and... She should be, uh, she should be more, uh, hmm, how'd I put it? Henry's not very stealthy. Henry's not very stealthy, and, uh, we have a cat person. <laughs> Are uh, you, like, expressing your, 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 your butt flaps at everybody now? Like cats do? <laughs> my god, don't do that. My cats have never done that. Butt flaps? Um, so, my cats so, don't well, even you know, have butt flaps. They're, what? <laughs> they're showing you their purple starfish. Oh, no. Gilly doesn't really need to show people her ass. She does that on a regular enough basis anyway, so it's fine. (laughs) The question is, is the cat wearing shorts? (laughs) I think every animal that Gilly turns into is wearing shorts. Okay, that's canon now. All right. The crew's activity starts to die down as you truly start to hit open waters. Hmm, let's see. I'm gonna... I'm gonna find a, a nice out-of-the-way place to uh, dry these mushrooms. Okay. In the a nice out-of-the-way place on a, a, a 5 by 15 boat. I mean, Not sure. well, I can I mean, breathe it, some hot it just, air on it. It just has to be somewhere that is fairly dry. I mean, I know it's it's a boat, so yeah. <laughs> it, 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 is a, it is a boat. So there's nothing that's boats. perfect, uh, but... Somewhere drafty. I don't know. We don't have a cabin, so you could smoke uh, them. You you do have a cabin. Oh, we have our own cabin. You you have. I mean, there's you, you haven't looked around the ship. All right, let's look around the ship. There's is there a, a cabin? lower deck. Uh, you go into the. Do, do go into the. Where do you, where would you like to start? Well, let's start with the lower deck. Usually, the captain has a cabin, but yeah, yeah the, the the captain's cabin exists on the sort of thing that they're standing on, where the the helm is. Directly beneath that seems to be the captain's cabin. Okay. Yeah. It may actually be the captain's cabin, and then an extra wall, and then like an officer's cabin. I'm, you're not entirely sure. Okay. It's a small trading oh. vessel, though. Oh. How many or, cabins? Or, can or there like be? a navigation. But if you if you go down, you do find that there are. Uh, there's both a fore and aft set of uh, hammocks, and the one there, the one that has fewer of them towards the back, actually towards the front, um, has four hammocks, and they seem to be they seem to be empty. And then standing next to it is, um, uh, I didn't give them a name. A human male. Mm-hmm. He's saying, oh, you're our guests. These are your rooms. And he just walks right past you. <laughs> Wait, what? I okay. like him. <laughs> you, you get the idea that on a ship, everyone has a job. Yeah, I don't have a job yet, so. Um, okay, well, I'll find my own. Wait. So and in, in the center is where all the cargo would, would be. I'm not putting with the cargo. Yeah, but no, at the, at the front of the ship, so it's a little weirdly shaped, but there are... There are four hammocks. Okay. Um, so you're all sleeping together, but it's there. You are separate from everybody else. Okay. I will find a place to to, to put these kind of with my gear. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's not going to be ideal, but you know what? They're my mushrooms. Don't you have a and, book, and, maybe? And the other two don't know. 
I'm not gonna press them in a book. No, you have a, <laughs> they would dry you have out. a book, right? I have a book. That's Didn't a great you, way who, to Who dry picked them? up the moldy book? Oh, it's moldy. Never mind. Well, I mean, they're mushrooms. I'm gonna so. put them on top of the wicker thing and use that as a as a as a ventilation thingy. That is that is a very reasonable thing. There we it's go. It's a bread basket. Yeah, I mean, it's a basket. It's got it's got some good airflow here. Yeah, for bread. <laughs> I'm just going to keep insisting it's a bread basket. I mean, it's not a it basket, could be a mushroom flat. basket. It's, it's, it's like do you mean like a plate. do you mean like one of those uh, those curved rattan uh, proofing baskets? Yeah, sure, but flatter. <laughs> that's more of I mean, it. Yeah, that's, exa- kinda... that's actually that's actually very close to what it is. It's like one of those rattan proofing baskets, only flat, and it has like almost sewn through it a bunch of intricate patterns. I mean, I'm from the street. It's yeah, not, like fancy things are kind of lost on me. So it's a bread basket. Says the lady sitting in the golden chair. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly my point. It's the what? The forecastle. Yes. Sure. Actually, no, I don't think the ship would have a forecastle. This is just the front part of the lower deck. Oh, okay. Because the forecastle would actually be a structure. It would be above the main deck. deck. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's there there is no such thing on on this. But there's an aft castle. There is an aft castle on this ship. All right, um, and I will go and start finding out who the rest of the crew is and get it, getting kind of a getting a getting kind of to know them. Okay. Because um, I want to know uh, what's up with these people that we're going to be spending time with. Do you start? Where do you start? Uh, we have a captain. Uh, okay. Do we have? Do you go to the captain? Uh, we already met her. I can't remember yeah, her name yeah, already, but. but... Did you ask her name? Like she she, she just she, she introduced it was Marigold. Mir- yeah, Marigold. Marigold. Okay. Yeah, I thought she had some kind of flower name. Um, yeah. Uh, well, let's let's first introduce ourselves to the chef. Is there a chef here? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you you, you it's so that clear where your priorities are right now. <laughs> uh, you look around and you you think don't think that there's a dedicated chef due to the size well, of the ship. The so. Um. No one seems to be at the cooking station right now. Oh. That's the one you want to charm first. <laughs> I like your re- reasoning. All right. Well, then we'll find. Uh, how about a navigator? Who does navigation? Is that the is that the right. captain? That is not the captain. Okay. There is a dedicated navigator on this ship. Uh, you enter the what you think might be the officer's cabin slash captain's cabin area, and you enter a, a small room that has a map laid out on it, and sitting there is a a short human male who, with gray hair, a little heavy set, more like the beer belly kind of heavy set, not so, but his, his arms are relatively muscular, and his his legs are pretty lanky looking. I think you know the type yeah, of Yeah, I know what you mean. This is a different human male than the one we encountered uh, yes. at the, well, that yeah. very in. Yeah. This guy looks pretty salty in, in terms of sailor kind of thing. Not salty as in. Yes, we, <laughs> we, we get we get you. Yeah, uh, and he's he's like he has his tongue sticking out to the side as he's looking at a map with, uh, and he's 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 older, early fifties maybe. It's hard to tell with sailors because they age pretty fast. A lot of sunlight. Yeah, they don't wear enough sunscreen really. 
and salt skincare and skin and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Skincare is not there. Yeah, those those uh those salt sprays really mess up their hair because <laughs> it just uh it just sucks all the water straight out of them. And they talk about how t- much texture your hair gets, but it's really not that good for it. Mm-hmm. Do you introduce yourself? Yes. I don't know why you, you went off on a ton tangent about uh, hair care. <laughs> well, this guy's hair is gray, and it also sort of. It's a little unkempt, sort of sticks out in semi-random directions, almost like, uh, well, let's just say his name is Ludwig. Okay, he's Ludwig. Navigator in, Ludwig. I, I am Ludwig. Is he the That's navigator? not the right accent for Ludwig. Okay. Yeah, Navigator Ludwig. He's old and salty, and he's like, hello. Hello, I haven't traveled much around these parts. Uh, I'm Vera. I'm part of the, the crew that, that's going to Rubana. Uh... What sorts of what sorts of places are on the way there? Uh, hopefully nothing. I think we can make it in one trip. If the weather turns bad, we may have to find port. What's the weather like around uh, these parts? Usually this time of year, it's usually pretty good. There is a chance for some late thunderstorms. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Okay. Um. I may come back to you if we find that that we need to to find our way to other places. So. Um, it's nice right. to know you. During this whole conversation, he was only focused on his chart, and and I, the idle conversation was sort of a, a secondary process his brain was running. He doesn't seem very uh, interesting to me, so I'm going to excuse right. myself. The okay. only guy with a name, and he is not interesting to you. He's not? What am I going to get out of this guy? Well, I mean, you have a map. He has a map. I do have a map, but he has a better map. But... I don't have anywhere to go on the map is the problem, so until right. there's a place to go, I can't, it doesn't really do anything for me. Um, do we have any armaments on this ship? Uh, roll an investigation check. Really? No. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, say, I should be able to see cannons and things, right? There are, there are no cannon on this ship. Okay. Uh, there are, um... You do see that there are some heavy crossbows uh, laid by the side of various spots and a single like ballista um, towards the front of the ship. Does the crew wear like short swords or daggers or whatever? Yeah, uh, they seem to be the, when they're when they are on duty, they seem to have a dagger or two or knives necessary to cut ropes or cut someone out of ropes, that kind of thing. So how do they defend themselves? I mean, this is a trading ship, and apparently there's, like, some pirates about, because yes. we're... You get the idea that when a ship is sighted, everyone will be called up, and then they would pick up the armaments that are throughout the ship, and then, I mean, uh, something's not going to, for the most part, immediately show up. There's usually going to be some kind of notice. Right. You're a warlock, right? Uh, no, I'm a sorcerer. She's a sorcerer. Sorcerer, okay. I get this confused. Um, okay. <laughs> In other words, you're the one who's going to be throwing fireballs at the enemy ship, so... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Either uh, that or vomit. uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's my concern, is that you are our our best line of defense here. Do you you feel that Judgment would get seasick? Oh, she's already seasick. Roll a constitution check. Oh, boy. Constitution save. A constitution save, even. 16. Okay. You you shrug off any any effects that you would worry about from I burp a little bit. 
Yeah, you have that like <laughs> that like burp that smells that you can taste the vomit, but you know it's not there. Ugh. Right. So I gag a little, basically. Do you know what really helps? Uh, oh, never mind. Actually, Some no. Mushrooms? One of the crew. <laughs> no. Um, the. Uh... <laughs> Uh, someone who was on, someone comes down from the uh, the top of the forecastle where the next to the helmsman uh, walks down, looks at you. He is a he's a male with uh, a dark skin, well, a tan skin male with uh, relatively shortly cut hair. It's black hair, but it's maybe half a centimeter long. Human. Um, he is human. Yeah. He says, "Hi. Uh, you seem to be getting seasick. If you try some of the." Um, uh, some of the pink jelly we have in our cabinet, the ginger in that can help alleviate some symptoms of seasickness. So I run to the side of the ship and just hurl at the thought of the pink jelly. Gilly is Gilly is very upset because she's she's been dislodged from a very warm, <laughs> comfortable place. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if it'll help. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the demonstration. Um, Gilly will. Probably try um, a balm of the summer court on her. Um, uh, you would I, need to decatify, right? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's hit points really, but it's mostly to just chill her the fuck out. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks. Um, Spend a nice dice half. Hang on a second. Uh, <laughs> as her as her food chunks come out, you like druidcraft uh, plants out of the chunks. Uh, <laughs> that would be something. Okay, so I'm helping. <laughs> four, four. She regains four hit points and one temporary hit point per dice, which is one. So she also gains uh, a. A temporary hit point. So right. you have you have one judgment has one temporary hit point that lasts until your next short rest. Long rest. Front long rest. So that means I have seven now because you already gave me six in the previous session. That seems about right. That seems likely. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's the same day. All right. Uh, who else wants to do anything? Um, Gilly will probably just go and, and um, stand uncomfortably close to sailors watching what they're doing. Alright, uh, the, 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 the man who told her about the seasickness remedy, uh, he stares at you for a little bit and says, Hi, my name's Samir, I'm the first mate on this ship. And he, he grabs your hand and, and shakes it vigorously. Um, and, and Gilly and boots his nose. And <laughs> of course she does. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, that takes him back a little bit. He's like, hmm. uh, he still has hold of your your other hand as you do this. That's fine. And then he he pulls you in and does that like bro hug thing. Oh like, uh, yeah, like, Gilly Gilly back. is all over that. So, like, nice I like to this meet one. You. This one. I'm the first mate. If you have any questions, ask me. Any I don't have any questions, but uh, thanks. He's pretty hot, actually. He's probably <laughs> early 30s, maybe. I am yep. so glad I didn't throw up on Samir. Oh, <laughs> I, I kind of hang on the side of the ship for a moment, trying to yeah. catch my breath, and I wipe my brow, which is kind of sweaty by now, and I just kind of, like, stumble, crawl back to step, and I just kind of, you know, 
Gilly offers you a good berry. That's all we have time for this session. Marissa, where can people find you? I am on Twitter at Cambrian underscore era. Lisa, where can people find you? I stream on Twitch and Mixer as Super Lisa, but you should check out my personal website, superlisa.nl, for links, exclusive clips, and to get in touch with me. Will, where can people find you? You can find my YouTube channel at uh, Team Satisfaction YouTube. Um, and I make all sorts of short films. Uh, I've made animations in the past. Um, generally, they're scripted, high, high quality professional films. Um, and they've all got like a kind of dark comedic style to them. Uh, generally, sci fi or horror. Uh, so if you, if you like the sound of that and you're interested, go check it out. Um, leave a comment if you like what you see. Cleo, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube, where I'll be murdering Sims and fangirling over Fallout. Search for Zombie Cleo. Or don't, I'm not your mum. I'm Dutroid, and I stream rather infrequently at twitch.tv slash Our music is by Ian Stalker. We are a new podcast and appreciate any feedback you can leave. Also, tell your friends. Well, no, she doesn't really shave her legs, but I, I feel like orcs are smooth, generally. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but except for huge like armpit bushes, like it's oh, like yeah. a skunk. I mean, <laughs> I mean, everywhere else apart from like legs and arms, I feel like is just a nightmare. <laughs>